0: All right, man. Hey, I'm on. Are you on? I'm on. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Welcome to another fascinating and fun episode of OTXNT. Uh, here, here we are, Andrew. Weir. It's another Thursday. And uh, now we are uh, going to take a little bit of, of a break from the topic that we were thinking about uh, going with. But today, just going to do something a little bit more, I think, needed Uh, and uh, next week we back kind of going through one of our controversial ones Uh, but today dealing with the concept or the talking about anxiety distress um, stress in the church so um, man we will I mean just even before getting on the phone with you as you're looking at the news today you're that's just another level where you're just kind of like what next you know uh, and, and then your mind begins to travel. I know for me, you begin to think about, okay, what's the next year going to look like? What's the two years going to look like? Where are we? Especially if you kind of see history moving in a certain way, um, it does begin to stress you out. There's that sinking feeling, uh, you know, deep down where you begin to get nervous about what could be, Yeah. especially if you're like, especially if you're like pre-millennial, uh, in your approach and, uh, (laughs) And you're like, no, this is where it's all headed. Uh, we're all going that way. And if you're pre if you're pre-millennial and pre-tribulational, <laughs> that's a whole nother layer, right? That you know, at least the pre-millennial side, pre-millennial pre-trib makes you think, I'm out before it gets too bad. Uh, if I'm if I'm pre if I'm post-trib, uh, I think I said pre-trib. If I'm post-trib, though, man, I'm. Uh, there ain't something fun to think about?
1: No, I mean, it's as much fun as the Left Behind books make it sound to be part of that story. Um, most of us, I think, would prefer not to be uh present for that. And of course, I'm, I'm pre wrath mid trib just to be different, you know. So that's that's always I'm, I'm I like the pre wrath view. Um, I gotta tell you though,
0: uh, some guys, you know, you and I both, the guys we're listening to, the guys who are uh post mill guys. I mean there's something nice to think like it's not all it's not a done deal right now i do like listening to other perspectives because it does help you keep in check on some of that stuff too um
1: yeah I, and, I, and i've got to say it, it takes a certain level of guts in, in the current climate to uh, to be post-millennial and uh, and i see a movement so. in the midst of all this towards post-millennial i'm like well you know i'm i'm happy for you i'm i'm still you know entrenched in the dispensational ideas that uh that it's going to get bad and it's going to get worse.
0: <laughs> so. I can't. Yeah. I just can't jump on that bandwagon, but uh, I'm, gr- I'm I'm glad for those guys that are there. And it, it, like I said, I think the one thing I like about that is there's still a sense of like duty in the gospel um, regardless. Cause there's kind of like, I think sometimes the, the problem that we have on being pre-millennial and pre-trib is like, you kind of tend to be like, it's all going to be bad and who cares? And, you know, it's, there's no changing anything and that kind of a thing.
1: Yeah. You almost root for the other team because, you know, if, if the devil starts winning, that means we're closer, you know? Yeah. We're
0: getting closer to
1: the end. Right. So, and I don't think that that's necessarily what I, I see the Bible directing us. We, you know, we have a subversive attack, you know, we're going to bring the gospel. Yeah. But, uh,
0: that wasn't the topic for today. No, it
1: sure wasn't, but it
0: But hey, do you want to start us off? And let's talk about anxiety. Let's talk about some of that stuff today.
1: All right, let's pray the Lord's Prayer. Uh, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen amen all right so okay so here's today's comes
0: off of something that i've been prepping for for uh sunday and uh, it's kind of fun to get a chance to have hammer this out prior to delivering this but we're talking about matthew chapter six Uh, jesus says therefore i tell you don't worry about your life what you will eat what you'll wear or what you'll eat what you'll drink about your body what you will wear isn't life more than food and clothing Consider the birds of the sky. They don't sow or reap or gather into the barns and your heavenly father feeds them. Aren't you worth more than they? Uh, Can any of you add one moment to his lifespan by worrying? Uh, And why do you worry about clothes? Observe how the wildflowers of the field grow. They don't labor and spin thread. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all of his splendor was adorned like one of these. that's how much the God, If that's how much God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and thrown in the furnace tomorrow, won't He do much more for you, you of little faith? So don't worry, saying, "What will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear?" For the Gentiles eagerly seek all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be provided for you. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow, because tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So, OK, this is where I think it's kind of interesting. Um, and I'm going to try to find the article if I can, uh, because now you'd begin to like you do wonder about like uh, the, the where the world is going to. Um, and, and I'm just going to go out and say it. Um, you look at some of the stuff that's like happening in Australia right now with um, with some of the mandates that are going on there. And like, I think what was it the most recent one? uh, is like in Australia now that you can't, you will not be able to buy anything, um, uh, and even go out. Uh, and if you are, you have to be tied to your phone on your app to let you know that you're in your home, that kind of a thing. Like it's gotten very crazy. And so, yeah. And you kind of think about things like this. Um, and, and, uh, and you start to say, okay, well, this time period, you know, that you think about, you know, is the future, where are we headed? Are we headed into a world one day? Is it quicker or sooner than we would realize where there could very well be a come a time where what is spoken about in revelation about buying and selling um, which let me just say, I do not believe that the Mark and you and I have talked about this already. I think that's, that is not the Mark is not a, you know, it's not a shot uh, or anything like that. I think there's a religious piece involved. Uh, but I think that you're we're seeing the, the road being paved in the future for this of we will make it to where you will not buy, you will not sell, you will not work, you will not, unless, especially in the news right before we got on about now, they're looking to mandate if you have, if you belong to a company of 100 or more, you're going to get it. Um, you know, unless you do what we ask you. To. So right now it's, to me, it's, it's pragmatic, it's health related, but one day it's going to be, uh, it's going to be commitment related, commitment to Christ or not. Um, and, and those are things that, like I said, my mind begins to wander and to think about, okay, well, where are we? You know, where are we? And that's kind of, I guess where I wanted to, where we are in that discussion of end times already, because I don't know, man. I just yeah, you, know, you start to get all nervous and,
1: um, yeah, and I think yeah, it's, it's even it's even darker, you know. So again, yeah, this is a source of anxiety today. Um, and you know, you think that you're coming out of something, and then the government, you know, um, the the scariest words that Reagan said, "I'm I'm from the government and I'm here to help." Um, <laughs> uh, it comes out and says, you know, um, this group of of citizens, it needs to be um, brought into compliance or essentially, you know, uh, limited or removed from, uh, practicing society. And, and it's just, you know, you think in terms of, oh, buying and selling, well, maybe, you know, we'll have friends and we'll have help. Well, it goes beyond that. It goes to executing the saints, you know, and a great multitude coming out of the great tribulation being martyred for the faith. Um, because it's not just buying and selling it's, it's, um, that, that's the, that's the lever that they're pulling to get you to, to give compliance, to ascend, to, um, to assent to the authority of the Antichrist. And so I, I do think, you know, Satan's not just going to say, hey, of your free will, choose me. He already owns the world, you know? So this mm-hmm. is like a, a ceiling of your mind and, and your, your chance of, of escape are, are no more. Um, and, you know, what, what does that mean? And, you know, how far are we from saying, well, if you're not taking the precautions the government has specified, you're an unfit parent, right? And we need to come into your home and take your children because they can't enjoy the precautions that we've put out there for you. So um, in order to protect them, we must remove them from your households. You know, th- this yeah. is the level of uh, anxiety and worry and fear that, that is going through my own mind um, and, and people that, you know, I, I lead trying to say, okay, this may come. I mean, this, th- that is, uh, is, is really dark and scary. And at the same point in time, you've got half of the country saying, you know, we really need to do this. We need to do this. Yeah. um, And again, it's just uh, you get over one day and then the next day. Yeah, it has its own trouble for itself. And you just start saying, "Okay, this is going to be difficult. So how do we overcome the anxiety of that? Right. Um, Yeah. Well,
0: and I think that's the thing is whether it's you're just letting your mind wander about where the world is headed one day. Um, You know, whether that means you you maybe you're on the side of you're like you're afraid of what this could all look like, because, yeah, I don't want to go towards what's happening in Australia. I don't want to go towards like in China where they, you know, for some populations like they're like welding your door shut, uh, you know, so you don't come out kind of thing. Like, that's not a world I want to live, but, you know, it's not unheard of. Right. And so you think about those kind of things, but maybe yours is more different. Like maybe you are worried about about what's the next plague that's coming, right? What's the next big thing? And are you gonna be able to, or maybe you're worried about your finances during this time because now, I mean, let's think about this one too, right? Let's let's get off the, the shot. Yeah. Let's get off, let's just get onto our economy. And you start to say, okay, where are my assets right now? And is this bubble gonna burst at some point? Uh, you know, maybe you're thinking about your home and maybe getting out, moving out, things like that. Like you look at that and you say, this is a frail system and you probably do worry of could this come crashing and will my, will my, um, uh, um, my, you know, 401k still, uh, will it still matter? Uh, will my, my, uh, IRA, will that still matter? Uh, you know, is it going to be worth anything at some point is social security still going to keep running and all of that. And I think, yeah, that's where you come regardless of, whether it's like the news, you know, that you just see the world just seems to be coming more and more restrictive uh, or just uh, whatever, you know, plethora of stuff, uh, you know, that's for you to come down and So how do I deal with it? And here's what I think, man. I think what it comes down to is first and foremost, um, Jesus does say, you know, don't worry, don't worry. So as you begin to think about, OK, what am I going to do with my life? How am I going to make it? That kind of thing. Don't worry. Command number one. Don't worry. Um, now, what he's going to do is he's going to give some illustrations, right? He gives illustrations, says, look, God's sovereign. He's in control. He takes care of everything. And that's what he does is he uses the birds. Uh, now, he's not using these to say like, hey, he's sovereign over creation. So just chill and let him just take care. You now, like there, there's an aspect of your work that's included in this. Um, but like God's sovereign, he's sovereign. So look at the birds. He takes care of the birds. Look at the grass. He takes care of the grass. Um, but here's, I think the big thing is thir- verses 33 and 34 is where we need to kind of drill in, right? Which is seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be provided for you. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day have, has enough trouble of its own. Uh, And so I think for us that is a call to say, listen, let's let's cross that road when we get there, you know, let's cross that bridge when we get there. Um, It's not today, right now we're we're not there. And look at what God is doing right now. Uh, And so for me, I guess that's kind of where I'm landing. Right is my job is to try to seek what does the Lord want from me right now, how to remain faithful right now, and um and Take care of today, and I'll trust with God tomorrow. Um, but you know, as James tells us, there is a uh, there is a a, a a caution of making all your plans. And yeah. and I in in, a, in that case, I think he's talking in a positive sense right. of today or tomorrow. We'll do all these things. But I think the the reverse is also true. Is there's a caution in making all these plans and all these things of getting all nervous about everything when what we're called to do is let's just talk about this and if the lord wills it you know that's what we're going to do so that's kind of where i'm landing on this right now what about you
1: yeah i mean i think that's really helpful again um it's almost uh similar to you know uh, be angry but don't uh don't sin right don't yeah um, you know so i think part of this also is that when we get worked up when we get anxious fearful uh, we don't make good decisions right we we end up responding emotionally fight, fight or flight type of things and as a christian If I'm serving Jesus with my conscience, if I'm doing what I believe God wants me to do, it'll be okay. In fact, I may be walking towards hardship because that's what the kingdom requires. I may have sorrow. I may have hurt on the horizon. Knowing that Jesus promised it, for goodness sakes, he said that they're going to hate us, right? Um, The world will hate you. It hated him first. Don't worry, right? Because Jesus will take care of us. God is going to take care of us. And even, even in the midst of all of that, we're safer, right? We're safer in the fiery furnace uh, than we are outside of God's will. Hmm. And so I, I think that that's part of this too is that um, your, your physical stuff, you know, sure, God, God will take care of you, especially as you're, you're doing your best to follow Him. And that incorporates passages, again, like uh, James, if you don't take care of your own family, you know, you're worse than an infidel uh, type of language. And I think it also takes into account some of the ideas of look to the ant right, who, who is working for the future, knowing the, the, the winter's coming. So it's not that we don't plan or, or worry about, sorry, where's the wrong word, um, just uh, have an eye on the future. It's just that we don't let that get us all um, wound up. Uh, we just focus on what Christ has for me now, and again, I, I think that you have to balance this passage with other ones. I mean, there's also the Olivet Discourse about flee to the mountains, you know, get out of Dodge. And, and that's the part that I think I struggle with is when is it time, you know, to go uh, find a really remote spot in, you know, Alaska or, or somewhere and hide out for a few years? You know, when was it time to board the Mayflower and get out of England? Uh, and even, yeah. though, even though half of our population dies, right, in in the first winter there, um, they they created a better future for their children. And, and so, you know, that's the kind of stuff I, I do still wrestle with because clearly there's uh, we're not supposed to be ignorant of future plans or ideas. It's just that we commit each day to the Lord and we resist that urge to get all wound up and worked up about it. Um, I don't know. That's kind of my take.
0: I think, I think that's the big thing is when I get wound up and when I get nervous, I'm, I'm ultimately, I think at the heart of it is I'm not, trusting that God knows what he's doing and that God is going to take care of things I think I have to be willing to suspend the need for me to try to fix it or to think through everything and to rest and to sleep at night knowing um, that he he is he's in charge right that he he is the one who's got tomorrow he's better than I could uh, have it and so I think that's a key thing too is that we are going to we're going to, um, uh, you know, just rest in him, um, regardless of what I fear is coming. And that might be for some of you, maybe you're watching this, maybe it's more personal situation, um, is, you know, where, you know, there's a meeting I have to go into and, uh, and I don't know, uh, you know, uh, what's coming. I really don't know, uh, where, where we're at, Uh, You know, what what they're going to say is my job still there or we am I going to be in trouble with this person or whatnot. Uh, And I think that uh, there's that piece of like, okay, there's no use of living in a terrible spot right now over something I don't know about or how it's going to play. I should give this up to God right now and just trust him. And let him take care of it because he's in control. And regardless of hardship or not, God is sovereign and in control. Uh, And so, you know, I do think that there is that piece of like, you look at something like Psalm 127, uh, two, it says in vain, you get up early and stay up late, working hard to have enough food. Yes, he gives sleep to the ones that he loves. And so I do think there's that piece of like, yeah, there's something about there's something sweet about about just resting in God. And knowing that if, I, as 127 says, you're building unless the Lord builds the house, um, that at the end of the day, as I'm seeking him and trying to live for him, uh, I rest at night knowing that I've done,
1: I can't ultimately try to right. fix it all. And he can. Yeah, I think there's one other thing that is worth mentioning is that each day has its own trouble, right? It's got trouble uh, of its own. And part of the thing that worry and fear and anxiety can do is it, it can freeze you where you're so focused on what could happen that you don't take care of the day to day. And you actually can bring hardship upon yourself because you don't um, trust Jesus, you know, and, and I think that that's another piece of this that, uh, you know, I've, I've been working on uh, leadership books and um, management styles and, and project management stuff. And and there's been days where I'm like, ah, who cares? Right. I mean, if the world's going to end tomorrow, why am I trying to figure out how to run this organization better? Right. Yeah. Um, Because that that's part of the job that God's given me to do. And so, you know, I've got to push this out of my head and then you've got to remove the distractions, you know, because we invite this into our minds with the phones and the television and the, the social media. And um, again, you know, if you just turned off, all of these outlets for a month you might find that nothing bad happened and
0: (laughs) yeah exactly how much time have you spent i mean think about every for people who every election cycle uh really if you didn't get caught up in that how much less stress would you have when you would just let it go right but i think that's part of it is i i think that yeah it's unplugging from some of that and just trusting God more as opposed to I've got a, you know, there's that tendency as a news junkie, like myself, of yeah. I'm always refreshing to see the good news, but the yeah. good news is God's in control, regardless of what, whether there's any that seems to be happening here. Um, so that's a big thing, man. That's a, that's a huge thing. But I, I think one thing that you brought up that just clicked with me too, is, uh, it's trouble is guaranteed, right? Each day has enough trouble of its <laughs> own. So like, I think that's part of it too, is it's going to be something. There's always going to be something. Let it go. Work on today and we'll deal with that. We'll deal with it soon enough, right? What needs to happen? So I think that's something to keep in mind as well, is that we're not immune from trouble. In fact, trouble is expected. Um, Give it up to God, though, uh, and take on today's troubles, not tomorrow's.
1: And then I think this passage just connects really well with Jesus, and that's Paul giving some practical advice uh, uh, from uh, Philippians 4, 8 through 9. Brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any moral excellence and if there is any praiseworthy, anything praiseworthy, dwell on these things. Do what you have learned and received from uh, and heard from me and seen in me, and the God of peace will be with you. So take a little time to force yourself to see the good, to to, to meditate on the grace of Christ, to meditate on the good things he's already provided and displace some of those other (laughs) causes of anxiety with these things. And you're going to find out that God's peace is present.
0: And I think, you know, I think that that across the board needs to be reminded in whatever we started out just for fun, just talking (laughs) about end times perspectives, right? And I think that's a good thing, whether you think you're in the end times or not. Right. Right. Uh, That is a truth to be lived out through all of it or whether you're just in a hard time or whether you are going through a really rough spot where you're at. To keep that in mind, no matter what is is key, is focusing on the Lord, seeking him and his righteousness um, first and foremost, that's going to get you through whatever. And so I do think that that's a, a piece of, you know, I think it's, it's, it's what everybody needs right now uh, is take a time out and just focus on the Lord and trust him and focus on his goodness and all the great things he's done. That'll anchor you through whatever you have to have come soon. Cause I don't think anybody wakes up. I mean, if you, you've been preaching through Daniel now, and you start to read about all the crazies, I think that's part of this, like this stuff's fresh on your mind. And, and, you know, as you read through that stuff and, you know, you think about like those people went through some crazy things, but part of that, what anchored them too some of that is their faith, right? You, you, you don't just jump into that. Nobody wants that uh, to hit hard times, you know, but I think the more you seek the Lord, the more, when those times come, you are capable when they do come upon you, uh, it, it to take them on, as opposed to spending all your time worrying about it, seek God first And when the rough times really do come, you've spent enough time with the Lord to take on that time.
1: You know, and and again, it's Esther. It's for such a time as this. Maybe God put you here because he wanted to do something uh, through you in this uh, tough time. It's the Gandalf-Frodo talk. You know, I don't want to be in this time, and uh, nobody wants to be in the times like this, right? But what matters is what we do with it, right? Um, Yeah. Paul, you know, Paul ends up locked up for years. He's, you know, every day he's trying to find a way to present the gospel, and he's with a a, an angry mob he's locked in a prison he's beaten uh he gets locked up for a period of time but as a result he just every day takes care and he starts writing letters from prison right he starts Mm -hmm. uh, ministering in a different way and god uses those times that he probably had to slow paul down uh, by locking him up in order to give us much of the new testament and had that not occurred he probably would have been out preaching and writing less right and so yeah you just never know exactly what God is going to use the difficult circumstances to produce if you'll just focus on Jesus and take care of the trouble of today. Yeah. Good
0: word, man. I think that's all we can add for that for now. And I think it's just something that everyone just needs to be reminded of is this is, this is, we've got to keep that in mind because especially in a day like today, when the news cycle changes so fast, yeah. um, depending on whatever political perspective you have, no matter where you come from, you're going to be, your highs and lows are going to go like this, and your anxiety is going to go like this, and I think it's regardless is you keep your focus on the Lord. Let that be what anchors you, not what you're being fed or what you think uh, is happening around you. Let God kind of work through you through it all, so um you ready to close this thing? Yeah, it closes out. Let's do it. Here we go. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look with favor on you and give you peace. God bless you guys. Thanks for watching and hanging out with us. See you. God bless. All right. Bye-bye.